welcome back, everyone, to the Nerding Grounds podcast. It's a weekly video game podcast where we talk about games. We're playing news, old things from the 90s that we remember, and... The oldie times. The oldie times. Yeah. Look for a Nerding Grounds t-shirt celebrating the oldie times. Um, Don't tell them that. They will have to make it. I, I know. Well, that's going to be one. Unless y'all are interested, then then we'll make it. That'll be one of our bits. Every week we announce new merch that is just non-existent, and you know. Yeah, that's our thing. Manifest destiny. That's what I've heard. That is. Um. Yeah. This week we are doing a third episode of uh, the retrospective. Um, we're going to be talking about Dino Crisis in a little bit. Uh, so hope. You all are excited about that. Hope you did your homework and checked out Dino Crisis. Yeah. Or not. That's yeah. why we have gameplay, and that's why we talk about it. Yeah. Oh, I, again, we do it so they don't have to. But in this case, you might want to. In this case, you might want to. I want to start off today with a new segment that I just made up on the spot called Video Game News Headlines That Make Me Want to Go to Sleep Right Now. Okay. The first one... Hideo Kojima says Death Stranding 2 will redefine Strand. Okay. You know, I, yeah. I mean, what else am I supposed to say? I don't actually have to dive more, you know, further into that one. It just immediately made me want to go, okay, I'm done. Um, But it wouldn't make any, any more sense if you did. So, well, let's see what Kojima has to say about it. At the beginning, there was this theme of connecting. And after that, I made a lot of notes about character settings, game ideas, and so on like how to connect it. I put together while maintaining a balance, but I had to rewrite everything because of Corona. In Death Stranding, it was justice to connect, but with the Corona crisis, pseudo-connections such as remotes have come to be emphasized. On the other hand, I felt such pseudo-connections alone would not lead to fulfilling human lives. After all, humans need to go out go out into the outside world and move. I don't know why that... I beg to differ. <laughs> right <laughs> don't go outside it sucks out there yeah they so, you know, yeah that just sounds like it's thematically going to change and that's fine but the headline alone made me really tired um the second one you're still gonna play it. i'm oh i'm definitely gonna play it yeah i'm i was thinking about playing the first one again I, recently yeah I, I need to maybe get on that i think i might play it on a computer or something yeah yeah <clears throat> That sounds about right. Uh, the second one, Star Wars Outlaws Planets will be as big as an entire Assassin's Creed game or will be as big as entire Assassin's Creed games. Okay. Do we want that? No. I don't I don't think I do anymore. I don't, want that. I don't know. Actually, you know, you remember me saying uh, at one point in time in my life that just as games got like bigger and bigger and this concept of like open world, I really didn't enjoy. Yeah. And I mean, I guess I kind of just got past that for a little bit, but I I really feel like smaller, more curated experience beats giant open world any day of the week right i can say if i'm gonna relate to something that i'm currently playing if final fantasy 16 was as big of an open world as say 
I don't want to say 14 because that's an MMO. That's a totally different scale. But something yeah. like that, um, I don't think that would make for a very good experience. I think the game needs to be more condensed. And this is a narrative game. And when you add, I mean, we've talked about this before, when you add mm-hmm. a, a over-expanded open world and it's full of bloat, and since this is a Ubisoft title, that really, really concerns me. If it was something, I guess, CD Projekt Red or... I'm trying to think of another developer right off the top of my head that does pretty good open world. Um, and it's not happening, so I'm sorry. But it's not like that, okay. But Ubisoft saying that is just like... <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It sounds like it's just going to be way too much of what boils down to nothing, right? Or the same yeah. crap over and over and over and over again. But Right, right. And if I'm being honest, when Bethesda said it, I was also a little, you know, like... More importantly, I don't see... Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I... Starhole is going to be something else entirely. <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll have to see what's going on there. I mean, I think when you have lead city designers as a position in in your in your company working on a game that probably going to have um very expansive very curated content right or at least yeah i think so but there's going to be some areas that is just very like vibrant and there's a lot of things going on and and different like quests and stuff you can yeah. do that that uh are satisfying and diverse Right. And then obviously there's going to be some areas that are a bit more sparse. We'll see when it comes yeah. to the Star Wars game. I don't know. I don't know which, when you have, mm. you know, you have like Tears of the Kingdom, Breath of the Wild, and you have a giant open map, but it's one map. Putting several of those into a game is just like, how are you going to pay attention to any one of those to make it a good experience? But, you know, I'm still interested in the game. I think there's some cool stuff going on. And if it's just, you know, environments and you know it's a way to get and and they make traversal through those environments cool like speeder bikes and ships that's that's okay yeah yeah i don't want yeah yeah i definitely don't want an assassin's creed odyssey level of uh objective markers on a map that's that sounds like a nightmare in right this type of game when you think about it is there really there's not much depth, you know, even to the Assassin's Creed, even in the, like, I think the later series that I just, I haven't played that much, but, you know, I guess I got equipment now and stuff. There's not really like a concept of builds, you know, uh, as far as I'm aware, there is no, like, I can't sit there and work towards like a really big end goal with what I'm trying to accomplish. Um, no, you can pick your, you know, your, um, skills that you prefer and i'm pretty sure you can just unlock the whole tree eventually yeah Yeah, and you can stick to a type of weapon and then in valhalla i'm pretty sure they i played i don't know probably 20 25 hours of that game and it was scaled down in a lot of ways but the world was just as big and the quest markers were just as egregious so it was like what's what's the goal with these games yeah it's it's like why why is it like why why am i even doing this other content why is there so many contents that like actually mean nothing to me yeah yeah for maybe i guess minor i I really don't know how they do equipment in valhalla but 
you know, it's it's next less biggest number, you know. It's less colored loot, and it's more of you know you're finding specific things. Um, where Odyssey was just straight up like a Destiny style looter. Right, okay. Um, Valhalla wasn't. Well, I guess Everybody, that's that's better. I don't know. Everybody seems to lean toward Origins as like the best of that trilogy, and that's the one I didn't play <laughs> because I don't know. I, it was the setting I was least uh, into. Which one was that was the Ancient Egypt one. Oh, the the right. first okay, one. That was the first one. Yeah. yeah, the big departure, and I was just like, uh, I was already over Assassin's Creed and <laughs> was not looking for a big open world game at that time. Well, that was the first time that they really changed anything in, you know, years. years. Yeah, and and then of course they just went right back to the to the pipeline. Yep. 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 Got to pump them out every year. Are you ready for the third uh, and final headline that makes me want to quit and go to bed for the rest of the day? I mean, I'm kind of already tired, but sure. <laughs> it is. Wait, I scroll down too far. Doop doop. Uh, Street Fighter 6 tournament accidentally flashes Chen Li nude mod. Oh yeah, because dude left uh <laughs> left he you know he modded his game, of course. I don't really know how that works, and he was a uh, uh, streaming the the tournament mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and didn't disable all of his mods. That's nope, sure didn't. And then he just yeah. had to run to Twitter and be like, hey, sorry. Exactly what you think happened. <laughs> I forgot yeah. to turn off my nude mod, and it's just like you know. I respect that he owned up to it, but right, I you know what else can I, you do? I would. I'd I'm pretty sure all of Street Fighter tournaments are like a Capcom official thing, right? Yeah. So it's it's kind of like whoops sucks for sucks for that person, yeah, because they they, they will not be able to stream any other one. I guarantee you that. Yeah. Not with Capcom's permission, at least. No. Well, I uh, I didn't have any new games to play uh, to talk about since I'm still going through Final Fantasy 16 and right. dipping back into tears in the tears of the kingdom here and there. I can't talk. Oh, about yeah, it. that's the thing. Yeah, I'm still playing that, still that a couple times more. a week. Um. So aside from Dino Crisis, I haven't played anything new. Right. Um, and I am anticipating a few things. So if you have something you wanted to. I should have, you know, I should have because I kept talking about it. I really should have played Baldur's Gate 3. But I was like, do I do I really have the time at the moment to deep dive into that? Well, considering you'd probably spend a good two and a half hours in the character creator. I don't think so. Yeah, it looks amazing, though. It looks, you know. Like just what you would want it to be. It is a yeah, yeah. It does a just a playable fantasy big epic. tale of yeah, of D and D, right? Um, uh, yeah, it's just it. one of those things. It's like I can't bring myself. I feel irresponsible getting that when I know that I have other CRPGs sitting on my backlog that I just should have played you know i mean kudos to you if if you know for the fact that you won't play it as much as you should and don't buy it anyway because i feel like we would normally just buy it anyway yeah (laughs) 
We have the tendency just to buy it. Um, Not with Armored Core coming at the end of the month. I really, I feel like Armored Core is just you. You ha- you have a little visitor. <laughs> Oopsie. Hello. Do you want to talk about video games? Yeah. What's your favorite video game? Um, actually, her favorite thing is to poke. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Is to poke my video game systems because she knows it it gets my attention and gets a rise out of me. It's Matt. Smart. Hi, Matt. And Hi. it's also a baby. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Go see mommy. <laughs> well, that'll just break your heart. What? Start crying. She has been with me all week, so school's closed. So I don't know hey. what she's missing, but you know, babies will baby. Baby will babies will baby. Where were we? God, Armor Core is coming out at the end of the month, I know. and it's That's been a, yeah. a decade since wow. we've played one of those. I think PS3 was the last time I touched Armor Core. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So it has to be PlayStation Three. That was for Armored Core for Xbox or yeah, one of those things. Um, so I'm I'm really sad. and and the the more um, Dark Soulsiness of it all has me really excited to see how they build I, on both formulas. I still am. I I, did, I think it's crazy that it's coming out this month. I know they literally announced it like a couple months ago, right? I mean, I maybe a year ago. When did they announce it? It was. It hadn't been that long. Yeah, and all. it was like a full release. I mean, I will say that about um, uh, from software is they really don't like to tease too much. Right. Elden Ring was definitely the biggest hype train when it came to one of their big releases, but everything else is pretty consistent. Like, you know, all the Dark Souls, Bloodborne, everything just kind of came out without too much like it's coming i promise and you know i think this was just another one of those games that they worked on and are releasing it at a schedule i'm surprised they even did it (laughs) i can't wait to play it though yeah me too it looks great it does look great we do still have a month but yeah it's definitely in my budget for um for august so like i can't go buy a 70 dollar game when i have that one on the horizon yeah yeah that is tough. Anything else you're looking forward to? Um, thinking about checking out Remnant Two, but I'm on kind of on the fence about that one. Um, uh, yeah, and that's kind of the third person shooter, Dark Souls experience, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, this one might be a little more curated. Armor Core is going to be any sort co-op? of co-op. Yeah, mm, that'd be. Yeah, like going like going on full missions together where you can set up in the menu. That yeah. would be sick. That would be sick. I mean, with their co-op, it's always been, you know, go through this. You have to have an item and then you have to put a sign down and you have to do this. And you have to have an item to be able to summon people. Right. Um, but this being able to just load up with somebody in a co-op um, you know, menu and just, all right, ready to launch the mission? Let's go. That would be really cool. Would be. Would be. Yeah. We'll see, I guess. Um, and then we were talking about a little bit earlier, Sea of Stars is also coming out this yeah. month. 
which looks like maybe sort of that. Uh, there's been the, a million games that look like they are going to be it, but that that traditional RPG, that new RPG that really brings back the traditional style of right, RPGs right. we like and love. I have a little more faith in this one. Um, it caught my eye because the art is gorgeous, yeah, gorgeous, yeah, absolutely, absolutely gorgeous, and uh, it's actually it's made by Sabotage Studio, which are the developers of uh, The Messenger, which was that. Ninja yeah. Gaiden spiritual successor that you know the game goes back and forth between 8-bit and 16-bit era like when you're in the past it's you know NES style and when you're in the future it's super Nintendo style and um you know it's just a, it's an old style platformer and this one looks just like an old style adventure RPG and yeah. the combat was really I that was what caught me in the demo that I played was the combat is um it's a really good blend of turn-based combat and rhythm, like the Super Mario RPG oh, really? style rhythm. Yeah, where one um, one character she throws like a she uses a staff to throw this boomerang style beam. Yeah, I saw that right. And she basically plays like tennis with it, and it's it's really. Oh, so you tight. actually like, hit it, yeah, back. Yeah. Okay, because yep. like I saw, of course, in the in the. Um, uh, the video that they have out for it, you know, they they show the boomerang kind of bouncing around the different enemies and stuff. But that's yeah, and actually awesome good. to hear that yeah, it's actually a uh, a little battle mechanic. I wonder how yeah. much did they do that for all the attacks or just specific ones? Or if I rem, it's been a minute since I played the demo on Switch, <clears throat> but it it also I want to say it looked good on Switch, so this feels like a decent one. And um, I did like the whole dungeon. So I remember, yeah, the characters don't all have the same type of rhythm mechanic, right. but there there are there are quirks to everybody's attacks yeah. uh, that keep combat really engaging, and the puzzle solving and stuff is good, and they do a nice job of giving everybody like tank, healer, DPS roles in your party. Nice. It feels very fleshed out. No, it's just the story, right? I'm sure the music's going to be amazing. Music was um, good too. The the best thing I can say about it is that this was, I think, the first time I can remember playing a demo and being upset when I knew it was over. <laughs> and I was like, I just want this game right now. Like, I want to keep playing it. This wasn't just like, oh, that was cool. It was like, no, I want this game. That is, uh, a good and plan. that's coming out a couple days after Armored Core. So crazy. Uh, Crazy month so yep. far. Yep, 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 yep. Shall we move on? We shall. All right. Let's head over to our retrospective corner. And we're back. And we're ready to talk about some more old games. We can't seem to get out of the 98, 99 era. So since it's going to be my yeah. turn, I'll pick something from like Super Nintendo or something. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take it back to, you know, closer to 1990, I think, right. for mine. Um, well, I mean, did you see 98, 99? Have you seen the list yeah. of games that came out? It's yeah. 
I had to pick new games this this week to read off for the uh, other releases section that we'll talk about at the end. Yeah, I don't remember exactly what we stated, but uh, you know, pretty much those from last week, and then right. But this week we are discussing Dino Crisis, which released in 1999 for the PlayStation, Um, and this was developed by the resident evil team uh shinji mikami was a director um published by capcom one yeah and resident evil four yes 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 um so yeah this is the first installment in the dino crisis series and it came a little bit after the first one the first resident evil i think resident evil 3 came out around like or a little bit after this one released, but I'm not. Yeah, I'm not sure of the months, but same year for sure. Yeah, same year. Um, so Matt, I'll let you. Do you have some thingies to read off about Dino Crisis since you were nominating this I mean, one? You basically, you basically said it, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I was just making sure Tommy, before I right. Before, I I, I went into like a like a rabbit hole, figuring Did you? out. Yeah, so I mean, obviously, Resident Evil One, which is why Dino Crisis, if you've never played it it plays basically like resident evil mm-hmm. um maybe even a slightly updated resident evil one. Oh yeah um, yeah i think so uh, but uh yeah i didn't know he also did resident evil 4 which is crazy right mm-hmm. he also did the evil within which now everything's making that's a lot right. of sense that's yeah. right okay 100 it explains why th- that game is very resident evil 4 like yeah, yeah. Nice. He also did Vanquish, which is like a cult classic. So that dude has some serious. He He's got some variety to him in the survival horror genre. Yeah. Interesting. Absolutely. Um the one that the thing that stuck out to me was so instead of pre-rendered backgrounds like you would normally have in Resident in the yeah, first Resident couple of Resident Evil. Yeah. This one had like a full 3D. real-time 3D engine and 3D in, or an engine that used real-time 3D environments. It's honestly I was uh, it, I'm impressed. Like the budget for this game must have been huge. Like it had to have been because yeah, for yeah. the time period for 99 like it has like a lot. Well, I was going to say it visually is I think a step ahead of res of the early Resident Evils. Yeah. It just it has more of a, um, I guess a, a theatrical approach to it with the different camera angles and it, it does you know yeah. and it's it's cheesy as hell but it's a lot less cheesy than you know the the first Resident Evil where the voice acting was almost AI. Right. <laughs> we're in this one you know it was yeah something. in this one it's 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 actually some of the better voice acting i've heard out of like most games you know she's probably the strongest the other two are, are pretty damn goofy yeah they are right especially and like as... i'm not saying it's great but it's for this era for 99 yeah, yeah, yeah. way better it just yeah, even it's... sounds better like it sounds less bitty yeah it know? doesn't sound like <laughs> yeah um this one, this was also marketed as a panic horror instead of survival horror, like due to the scare. yeah yeah the design changes where the dinosaurs are agile and it's more visceral and it's 
its horror elements. It's, it's a little visceral. Yeah. 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 But um, basically follows someone named uh, an agent named Regina, special operations agent, who with a team goes to a secluded island research facility. If that sounds familiar to anybody from the 90s. <laughs> Uh, finding the place of Roma dinosaurs, Regina must fight through the facility to discover its secrets and ultimately escape with her team. Mostly intact, maybe. I don't know. I didn't get maybe. to the end. I, me either. Um, I, don't, I don't know why. Like, I was kind of enjoying it, but uh, I don't... I... I made the decision to, to stop. I was like, you know, I think I got enough, and I... I this is this is tough for me, <laughs> but we can get into it. Right. It is very just Resident Evil, right? Without, I don't know. It It is a fun game. You know, it does have some things going for it. I think that the areas where it tried to, like, maybe diverse, um, separate itself from mm -hmm. Resident Evil is probably where it uh the it's like the weakest points of the game you know like inventory management or just inventory in general just feels so like bland in comparison to the resident evil series that somehow makes turns uh you know the idea of uh, i guess ammo and item conservation yeah yeah in into its own sort of little mini game this has that, but it feels like the experience just feels cheap. I don't know. Well, and and those menus are plain and simple a mess. Bad. Yeah, they're really just bad. a mess. I, mean, I don't know why. Uh, I had to trim the recording because for about five minutes, I was trying to figure out how to back out without closing the whole menu out, and then switch over, find out how to go to the guns versus items, and then figure out you have to press up and then left and right. And then when you locate like the emergency storage boxes that you can unlock, right. they don't connect to one another. They have their own item. I think. I don't know. No, they do. It's just the same types connect to one another. Oh, right. So green connects to to the greens. Why? You know, reds connect to the reds. Yeah, why? I mean, why? I, in the original Resident Evil One, I they didn't have the like the connected storage boxes. I yeah, think, yeah. Right. So, um, I don't, I can't remember. I know uh, in the yeah, GameCube edition, I'm pretty they, sure they, they added can. that, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, no, I'm not gonna say Resident Evil One's inventory system is. I mean, it's at least like really unique, right? Um, but it does make that game a, a challenge to even play because you have to take the right things at the right time, or you just, you know, yeah, yeah. You can't you're waste yeah, you can literally. Yeah, I mean, you basically can screw yourself out of a entire. I mean, it's you can screw yourself out of entire. But if you're doing kind of the wrong things and wasting too much resources, you're probably gonna mess up pretty early on. I yeah, think. this doesn't seem as they give you like so much stuff. That. I so I mean, I think a later on. Uh, a lot of the dinosaurs become more bullet spongy, mm, right? Yeah. And that's when you really need to start like unloading on them. But I don't know. The pistol, for one, in the starting area, kind of just take out everything. Pretty much. And, and it, it does a cards. good job at stun locking the raptors. 
um, yeah, so <clears throat> basically you start out at a very, uh, you know, just kind of a couple of chain link labyrinth style things. And you, you go here, you go there to activate cutscenes and talk to your team and find out how you're supposed to get into the facility. And then y'all start to split up for some reason. Um, you find some dead bodies, you run into a raptor, you kill it, you go inside and you're kind of doing the secret agent, like crawling through vents and, and going around and around because, you know, certain places are blocked by lasers or you don't have a key card. It's, it's that whole shtick, you know, you have, right. you have to find the right items to do the thing. My problem with that setup is that they, it's so inconsistent how they have you use the items. I feel like sometimes you pick something up like a key card or an access card or something or a key and you would automatically use it at the door. Other times I felt like you'd go up to a panel and it does nothing and you have to go into your inventory and activate it. And that had me really thrown off for a while. I was just like, do I combine these items? Do I do this? And the game tells you as little as possible. And so I started just kind of looking up guide points, just find out, okay, where I, I don't want puzzle solutions, but I want to know what the next freaking objective is. Cause otherwise right. you're going to run around for 10 hours just trying it, to find the right room to activate a cutscene. It is very much so just that error of gaming. <laughs> though, oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, look at Resident Evil 1. That's probably even worse um, when there's like finer details that you can't really, you have to carefully look at items to even even discover. And they, the game will that's, never tell you anything. Yeah. That's probably true. an item you got like That's ago, true. However, the, my feelings about Resident Evil 1 is that mansion is very designed to be, um, you know, landmark-esque. You know what yeah, each room this, looks like. This is not. This is not yeah. that. You are in a facility it, that looks like something from Metal Gear Solid 1 or 2, or, and you're going to enter multiple rooms that are just the same room repeated. And I mean it, the same room. Right. No, it it does almost kind of give like Metal Gear meets Resident Evil vibes, which I'm totally into. Yeah, me too. Like, it is. It could be a lot. I I don't know. A lot more vibrant. I mean, I guess so. You're it. It it 100% captures a secret facility. You know. Yeah. That just serves. A specific purpose. It's very uh, what, what do they call that? Uh, the, the military bland esque. Oh uh, yeah, like uh, yeah, just like secret government research facility. Yeah, which know, and and silver think, walls, all that good. Yeah, like and I think that's totally valid to do that as a design option. I don't like, but. You have to make a map with text. Yeah. Put the freaking room oh, names on so the map. Nice. It, that would have yeah. saved so much stress. Instead, you have to remember what the loading screens told you. Yep. I was writing shit down because <laughs> like, yeah, oh. yeah. You know, you pretty much have to, right? Or just like map everything out in your brain. Yeah. And there's no player icon on the map, so you know what room you're in because it's lit up blue, but you don't know 
what your orientation is in that room because it's fixed camera angles. And so it's not necessarily fixed the same way the map is. And so I'm like, okay, but am I looking at this door or am I looking at that door in the map? I don't know where my, my player icon is. So those two things I think would have made this so much more playable. Yeah. Right. And, and, and you're absolutely right about the just the menu is almost like immersion breaking too. Like I really don't like it. I feel like yeah. I'm playing like a like an arcade game whenever I open it up. I, I don't know how else to describe it. I feel like it's uh, poor choice comparable yeah. to Resident Evil or something like that. Because it wants you to craft things like yeah. darts. And that's the whole bit... thing. I feel like they didn't want to be. They didn't want it to be. It's one hundred percent comparable to Resident Evil at this point. But they're mm-hmm. like, oh, we don't want. We don't want like the the, the briefcase or something, right? <laughs> right. Which come on, just, just yeah. Put it. the yeah. Just put the, put the give us the freaking briefcase. I don't. I mean, I wrong. appreciated the space that you had and that like item key items didn't. You know, they had their own inventory. Yeah, that's super nice, right? Because oh my god, I would have put this game down in two seconds if I had to run back and store like key cards and yeah. um. And upload programs, which you know. And man, they were uh, I, I, Shinji Mikami, and and because of him, I guess all of Capcom were all over those tank controls. My God, and that yeah. did not stop till after Devil May Cry. Like it was, no, but it at least Devil lot. May Cry, Devil May Cry had that early that had that like re, Resident Evil remake style where you you had a little more like analog control. It wasn't right. just this rigid D-pad that, and that's the thing that I remember about the early PlayStation era, that really turns me off is they, you know, they didn't have that analog stick when the PlayStation launched, and so a lot of those games, even emulated, are stuck to a D-pad format, and yeah. it's it takes some time to get used to. It's tough. <laughs> this still, I'm not sure if I'm just so used to them at this point. But I think this game does feel a lot better than, of course, like Resident Evil did. I want to say that's probably for like, since all the you're dealing with dinosaurs, right? You can't be completely rigid like you are no. in Resident Evil One, right? You know, yeah. you're very much so like, uh, okay, if I want to stuck and I want to aim, I'm stopping, I'm doing all this, right? Yeah. And then I'm yeah. drawing it back and go left. We go right, you know, but this, you know, it seems like you kind of, you can swivel, right? You can yeah, move. I was developing, a, move. I was developing a little bit of a, of an agility sense, um, yeah. toward when I stopped playing, like I would shoot and I would recognize when I wasn't going to get another shot off, like this Raptor is going to jump and I would just kind of go left and forward and right. it would jump past you. And I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm figuring it out. Like. It's not impossible to juke these raptors around a little bit because they are faster and they are really aggressive. And it's yeah, this game actually freaked me out a little. You know, like the whole like when they grab onto you, when the raptors grab onto you and they shake you back and forth, and you're just stuck there, like ah, you're just like ah, ah, let me ah. just let me just yeah. Oh, ah. and I'm just gonna. I wish I was recording my face when I did the gameplay recording for this. That T-Rex almost made me shit myself. <laughs> it does kind of just come 
abruptly crashing through. I I don't know what it, I mean. I think the fixed camera angles, like it didn't it didn't do that thing with modern games where it'll kind of like put you in front of a um, the the way it'll like position the camera to where it's like okay something's about to come through this window. No, right. it just switches the camera angle and the T Rex is yeah, no, coming through straight through. Yeah, and I died four times because I didn't realize when it wanted me to shoot. It's like you have to shoot when it. Um, yeah, kind of a uh, kind of annoying there. I think. Well, especially since you have to do the entire key card puzzle every single time. So. Right. I started save stating in that game like a hell of a lot. Yeah, I mean, it is a game that like, I don't know, uh, you can very easily cheapen the experience. But of course, things like that error, it's you have one save point per like two or three floors of a complex, yeah. right? And so like, yeah, you, you have to run back so ridiculously far. Um, what's your no checkpointing you know, in... like loop loop back around yeah which There's i, no I guess pointing in the late 90s <laughs> i feel like it was okay back at least we didn't have to deal with uh typewriter ribbons my god whose idea was that that was another one i was just like thank god i have to do that yeah because i will sit there and i will save four times in a row for no reason just to make myself feel better <laughs> just like okay backup files on, on backup files i just want my progress saved I think you can start to see some of the just the general ideas of what um, made some of the later uh, Resident Evils and, of course, what led up to Resident Evil 4 and definitely the Resident Evil, all the things that were implemented in the Resident Evil 1 remake. Yeah, quality, quality of life stuff. Yeah, it just made um, more sense, right? Yeah. It's like we don't need typewriter ribbons. We really don't. Even though I'm pretty sure they kept those in the Resident Evil 1 remake. But hey. They sure did. I don't think the box existed before. But I'll have to look up. Yeah. I I know it exists in the remake. But I can't yeah. remember. I, don't, I haven't really gotten far into Resident Evil 1. Yeah, I'm still going to. Yeah, I have things to say about <clears throat> who i am as a gamer and when it comes to these early capcom games i'll save it for a minute but uh critically it did well this game was a commercial success uh in PlayStation a, version sold 2.4 million copies in a in a same year as uh you know donkey kong 64 and uh resident evil 3 not that a lot of people i i don't i actually i don't know what the sales are Tony Hawk Pro Skater, you know, yeah. Chrono Cross last week, Soul Caliber, yeah, those that's tough crowds to to yeah to go against, right? The unholy Smash Brothers, right? Um, some criticism was directed though toward the lack of dinosaur variety, repetitive environments, hey, <laughs> and <laughs> tedious puzzles. The actually, yeah, I want to talk about that. What puzzles did you solve? So there's the regular ones where you're like turning the generators back on, and those are fine. Whatever. Yeah, yeah typical. Uh, did you get to the pipes? The red, blue, and green pipes? No. No, I don't think I did. I must no. I mean, the door puzzles were like nothing, right? That was something else I save-stated on because it was literally just a trial and error puzzle. You have, you have six command consoles 
just one, two, three, one, two, three on either side. And each one brings down a color pipe. And so you have to press six of them. And and so basically what it is, is like a green needs to be in the middle because it's a straight pipe. And then a red needs to curl under the underneath it and blue needs to curl on top of it. But you have to do it in the right order. And it doesn't tell you anything. It just lets you into a room and there's six consoles. You don't even know what they do. I had to press it and a pipe came down and I'm like, what the, f-? okay. And mm-hmm. I pressed another one, another pipe came down. I'm like, and so I, I had to do it like seven times just to find out what each console did. It, the game seems like it wants to be very, um, for one, if you read something, it's not like you collect that item and can just read it at any point in time. No, you read it once. You so you just have to remember, like even like passcodes and stuff. You just have to remember or write it all down. Um, and then I mean, at least I know for so that the you know the first puzzle with the little cylinder things, it's like you can see the order on the wall with the switches, mm-hmm. right? That makes sense. But at the same time, you might not be looking at that at all. I can imagine that there is some clue to the puzzle, but it's very like um, buried in some random yeah. memo on like the yeah. third floor next to a dead scientist, and you're like, okay, or some uh, distant object that you're supposed to be like, oh yeah, that looks like the pipe order for this. Okay, yeah, because I know that if I was infiltrating a secret dinosaur facility with a bunch of locked doors and people were leaving memos around, I would go. That's going to be useful. And I put it back down and not take it with me. Yeah. <laughs> that's just, that's how you do it. Yeah, that's how you do it. Luckily, to be a secret in, uh, agent that infiltrates dinosaur infested uh, facilities, you need to have a, a, a good memory. Steel trap memory. Yeah. And like a, a thick wallet for all these key cards. Apparently, I don't know where she's putting them. That being said, <laughs> that being said, I do appreciate this. Did this you see the nineties uh, uh, like tech? While uh, we're on that, did you see yeah. that there's like uh, you go into a locker room and there's totally just a very extremely bitty, eight like eight bit uh, uh, nude women posters on the walls. I must have missed that. Yeah, extremely blurry. I guess no. So there. this is this is there's like several, Solid. and I'm pretty sure one's a man too. Oh, good, good. It is Metal Gear Solid then meets Resident Evil. Yeah, ba- basically, pretty much. But yeah, I, like I was, I I do appreciate the the rudimentary '90s tech going on. You know, it, it right. feels obviously it harkens to Jurassic Park and other yeah, things, but. You know, what you year did that, I was thinking like what year did Jurassic Park come out? It must have been I like I don't all know the why rage. I didn't look that up. Yeah, me either. I was thinking uh, about that while I was playing. 1993. So we're well past. Yeah. The like, but I mean, you know, this was releasing all the way through 2001. So Jurassic Park: The Lost World came out two years before this. Um. You know, it and there was that. You know, I want to be a. I want to go and and work on computers and unlock things and run from dinosaurs in like a high tech right. facility. No, and it makes sense. Yeah. That's But totally it, it is totally it is you know. Okay, it's Resident Evil meets Metal Gear meets Jurassic Park. 
that's that's what this game is. That's what this game is. And it that's doesn't exactly like not work. Like it is a good game. Yeah. You know, it it holds up perfectly well. I think, you know, there's just certain aspects of maybe the Resident Evil franchise that was always better. Yeah, yeah. One, the mystery, the intrigue was always just better, right? And there's yeah. only so far you can go with dinosaurs in this day and age. But hey, I'd still love to see a remake. I was definitely going to bring that up after the impression section. But um, before we talk about our remake ideas, because, oh, my God, so much. Um, I, I, yeah, I just, I have such a problem with these types of games. And I think it's my ADHD where every, uh, you know, every room, like I said, looks similar and you have to, you have to really keep track of, of memos and you have to have an idea of, of where this key card goes and, and why this one with like the three digits is, is, you know, belongs to this room. And that stuff, that's the reason I haven't beaten the first, the old Resident Evils, and I'm I'm into more of the the later stuff. I want the game to give me some level of handholding to make the experience actually propelled forward right. instead of just wandering around and Resident Evil what... One is grueling, right? I you yeah. know uh, that that it really it's from Resident Evil Zero kind of onward that that the series starts to kind of kick off for me. Yeah, it's just a little more streamlined. And it's one of my favorite series of all time. I still will just beat those games in a couple days. But it's the newer ones. It's everything post four, because that's just, that's more my vibe than these old style ones. And so that's why Dino Crisis just completely passed my radar. Yeah. But uh, I mean, it was, it was a good visit. It's good visit. I'm I'm little I would like to play the second one, I think, to see what sort of improvements they may have made to the series that the yeah, first I was, one left. I was yeah, yeah. I'm I'm interested in that because you know, two thousand I had here that two thousand this game was ported to Dreamcast and Windows, and I think a lot of people like the Dreamcast version more. Yeah, um that makes sense. You know, but then you Dino Crisis two was in two thousand and it was apparently more of an action shooter, maybe a little blend. Um, but then Dino Crisis 3 was in 2003 for the Xbox, and that I was totally forgot. just a full action-based yeah. game. So, I mean, that looks like your Resident Evil 5, right? Resident that Evil also 5. looks like what they did to every game in 2003. Yeah, it looks like a, it looks like a travesty is what it looks like. I don't yeah. even know. There's it's That one says mixed reviews. Space and... Oh, is it really dinosaurs? And yeah, like I totally forgot that was even a thing. Um, yeah, but I, I'm pretty sure there's like a zombie T Rex thing going on. It's weird. I like that. That sounds yeah, really I mean, cool. They were like, hey, you know what? This should Let's be just mixed the genres, right? Let's just put it all together. Uh, I could be just pulling that out of my, but that is very possible. But... I don't care. It's canon in my head now. Um, it definitely takes place in the in the future. Yeah. Sad to say we didn't even I don't think either of us have found out what where the story goes necessarily from we just kind of got into the meat of the game, but you know, I'm sure there's some I think I read that there's some time portal nonsense that's bringing them in. I think all you need to know is that dinosaurs are running through a facility. I did push a pterodactyl into a giant fan. That was cool. 
That is cool. Yeah, it carried me. Is that with the like the time event thing or not time event? The what is it? Thing. Yeah, yeah. So like it picked me up and it was carrying me to the fan. I just punched it right in its pterodactyl stomach, and then apparently, if you mess that up, you go to the fan. I almost, I was like, eh, I'd like to see myself going to the fan once, but I didn't remember the last time I saved, so Pterodactyl went into the fan. There's a base of thoughts. Yeah, yeah. So there's there's really cool moments. Um, let's talk about the idea of a remake, because we're definitely not the first people to do it. Um, I think a lot I, of people know, have been calling for a remake. Yeah, it, it, it kind of almost deserves one, right? Like again, it is a um it holds up as well as like Resident Evil One does, right? It it is more action oriented than Resident Evil One was. The the puzzles are a little bit meh. But hey, they could really take the facility and add a add some of this umph that it needs to be a just a great game. Not to mention I you know I mean, cheesy as it may be, think like a Resident Evil 4 style mm-hmm. with the dinosaurs, that will be yeah. like, that will be awful, but cool. <laughs> well, I was actually, th- when I started thinking about a remake, I was like, oh yeah, you know, Res- give it the Resident Evil 2, Resident Evil 3 remake re- uh, treatment, retreatment. <laughs> and um, that yeah. seems totally obvious. But then I started thinking about Dead Space. And I think maybe Dead Space is a little closer to what this game was going for, maybe where, so. you know, Dead Space uses jump scares, yeah, jump scares, jump scares, and um, darkness, and just this, you know, this idea of like what's lurking, what's watching me. Because in Resident Evil, a lot of times it's you're coming into go. a place and just tearing shit up, and you know, but if you're walking through a facility where the generators aren't working and there's pitch you know, pitch blackness and there could be a freaking raptor, you know, bumping through the uh, air vents above your head or something. And right. that could be a really cool experience. It would, it could be right. Yeah. I mean, at that point, maybe they should just make a new one, help you or revamp the series. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. They could do it. Yeah. yeah. Well, cause you look at stuff like Resident Evil two and one, two and three remakes and they clearly took, the elements of that 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 did that could age well and they trimmed right. some of the stuff that was just ridiculous or too ridiculous or too campy right. um and they kept a lot of the good stuff you know i think there's some stuff here but the the story definitely needs some fleshing out in the earlier parts of the game and like you yeah. said you fully realize that um you know cuz the outside of the facility is just dark because they use 3d right. environments and how are you going to render that on a PlayStation? You can't, yeah. Yeah. So, as the game even runs sometimes. I mean, I emulated it, so it was it was clean, but I imagine maybe it, it lagged a little bit on the old PlayStation. Maybe. I don't know. But yeah, just like a Jurassic Park-style horror sim, you know? It'd be cool. That opening cutscene was pretty dope, too. Yeah, right? That was Oh yeah, poor poor Cooper. Poor Cooper. Yeah, that guy never stood a chance. No. Nah. He sure didn't. No. Um, yeah. I also think a more dead space style remake would work for all of like the the 
AI and key card nonsense and all that stuff. Right. And, intelli and intelligent enemy design. That was another thing. Like you can do a lot of different variety. Because I would like to see more enemy types in this than yeah. just like a bunch of raptors. And well, I did see the tiny the tiny dinosaurs, and I was like, "Fuck!" You know, oh yeah, okay. oh god, yeah. <laughs> I was like, "No way!" I did not see those. I don't want to. That freaked me out more than a, a raptor for some reason. Yeah, because you, I mean, you know, you have to deal with like fifty of those things. Screw that. Yeah. Right. Jesus. Uh, so it's, oh yeah, apparently you know they were trying to work on the AI a lot for the dinosaurs to make them kind of as real as and as as responsive as anything could possibly ever be in 1999 which isn't yeah you no. know it's not responsive right it's very it's very binary it's an, impo it's an impossible job <laughs> but yeah they did i guess they probably didn't them. have too much variety to begin with because they probably worked on each one yeah, i mean they definitely they move around and, um maybe a little unpredictably at times yeah yeah you know leaping over you and stuff and and the animations are pretty, uh, okay, get a lot better than I would expect. Which is kind mm -hmm. of just most of this game. There's a lot of aspects that I would not explain. Uh, I yeah. not explain to you. I kind of just trailed off my brain there. Would not expect. No, I get. I I agree. Um, yeah, I, I just kept expecting Dinosaur Resident Evil One, and I was just like, okay, this there's actually something. A little more unique going on here than I thought. Yeah. So, do you want to hear some more of the games that came out in 1999? Yeah, if you remember what we did already announce. Yeah, I tried to stay away from the ones last week. You know, we, but I did include a couple that I thought were just relative, like Resident Evil Three Nemesis, which we we talked about. Um, that's interesting, considering you know third game in the series and i guess you can kind of see how they had improved with the resources on hand um silent hill which you know that's this was just a really good era for the birth of the survival horror yeah it had a lot of different i think it all came from, from like yeah the massive success that resident one had to be at the time right, right? And if um, I'm being yeah, and if I'm being honest, I I surprised myself a bit when I went to actually play Silent Hill. I I played it on the channel. There's a couple of videos uh, from like last Halloween or something. Um, I think Silent Hill might be my favorite, or Silent Hill Two might be my favorite out of like the early ones. Really, uh, obviously Resident Evil. I I think I can just play that game a little more adequately than i can either this one or the early resident evils it's because it doesn't have control it well two you can have you can choose so i turned off really? the controls yep. yeah but it's also not really about combat it's more about exploration and psychosomatic Run shit that's going on yeah and it's it's a lot more it's a lot more of a um a tale of psychosis and it's eerie and creepy more than it is like horror. I mean, it's also horrific too. There's leg mannequins that are having an orgy with Pyramid Head. Oh. Again, Tony so Hawk released. Pyramid Head, huh? You know. You know, you like to get down. 
Um, Tony Hawk released this year. Crash Team Racing. EverQuest. Did you know yeah, that? I saw that. Yeah. Age of Empires 2. Siphon filter, siphon filter, which I don't know why I said siphon filter, siphon, siphon filter, filter, which is maybe <laughs> siphon I, filter. We definitely got to play that one because yeah. I I have never played it, but you know maybe something that that might have led to I think the I secret agent games like Metal Gear and the yeah. Metal Gear Solid Arena. I feel like I have. I feel like I played that back in the day, but I don't know. I haven't played that, and I also have never played Splinter Cell because I think that was out of um, some weird allegiance. Like, I was like, no, Metal Gear Solid all the way. Metal Gear was definitely always way better, right? Because I remember the original Splinter Cell was like, you get caught, you're you're done. Um, Oh, yeah, yeah. Where Metal Gear was like, you know, fuck around, find out. And it was more of a story, while Splinter Cell was more missions and... Yeah, I mean, there's stuff. some big story books <clears throat> story going on there, but I don't know. yeah, maybe. I do remember playing. I guess one of the first big new gen titles, probably a PlayStation Three or Xbox Three Hundred and Sixty or something like that. I played up Splinter Cell; that was actually pretty good. I think I remember beating mm-hmm. it. You know, and yeah, Sam Fisher's know. cool. Yeah. You know, but you know, how you are when you're young. You don't play certain games because. You're in a different school. Like you're you're over yeah. here. You can't play that. <laughs> no, I predominantly did not play it for the longest or did because not like Gear. it because of Metal Gear. And that's yeah. probably still the case. Um Unreal Tournament also came out this year. Yeah, crazy. Ape Escape. Great game. Jet Force Gemini. Great game. Mm-hmm. Weird game. N sixty four exclusive classic. Maybe when is that maybe... game that is made by the same dude as uh, sorry, this is me going way off here, but when is that game and what is the name of that game that's made by the same guy as Jet Grind Radio and Jet Set Radio? Like the spiritual successor to that game? When is Oh, is that? oh some bomb rush cyberpunk? I don't know where that came from in the back of my head. I think that might actually be the name, and I'm super impressed. That you remember that it is that's the one. Yeah, when is that coming out? I've Team Reptile. That's supposed to be coming out. Uh, let's see. It's announced in 2020. Game is supposed to launch. August 18th. Yeah. So it's this. Yeah. No way. Oh my god, this month. I think so, yeah. Well, that actually seems like a perfect game to tide me over for um Armored Core. It's like my brain knew that. Yeah, yeah. Weird, huh? I hope that's the date. I'm gonna look it up. Um because that would be sick. And why would you do this to me? I forgot what we were <laughs> Oh, releases. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't know. I don't know. You uh, said jet. I was like <laughs> Jet Set Radio. Yeah. There's a game coming out that's like the spiritual successor to it all. No, you're right. What? Yeah. That that is one of the um I guess Nerding Grounds chamber games. Like that has to stay on our radar before yeah. release so we don't miss it. Yeah, absolutely. Uh let's see. 
Pokemon Silver and Gold. Right. I feel like uh, we had to have said that last week, right? Uh, maybe. No, I said Pokemon Snap last week because that oh, also yeah. came out this year. Uh, Gex. You can. Sorry. <laughs> Gex 3. The, the news from earlier, it's just kind of I know. put me I to sleep. I should have ah, sh- waited on those headlines. You should have. <laughs> Okay, go on. Gex 3 Deep Cover Gecko, which is an alumni of the Nerding Grounds retrospective. Not yeah. that game, but that series. Right. Uh, and NFL Blitz 2000. So Really? Yeah. Just, Why do we like that game so much? Because you can make know. your heads really large? You can punch people know. in football, I guess. I yeah. Know. Why is that game like the shit? Actually... It does remind me of uh, Wayne Gretzky's 3D hockey. Oh, yeah. Yeah. When, you know, you can get one of the few. One of the few. You know, um, friend of the show, Walter, reached out to me one day to to congratulate us on on the podcast and the great work we've been doing. Yeah. Uh, And he told me to bring that game up to you. It was Wayne Gretzky's 3D hockey. Yeah. I think, well, I think he said something about that to me a little while ago. Uh, we used to love that game so much. Yeah. We played it so, so much. Yeah. I don't know why. It was just a good game. Yeah. You know, I like the simplicity of old sports games. It was once they started getting into the sim area. I'm like, well, I don't actually play sports. Yeah. So <laughs> somehow it could endlessly, you know, just check people till they start a fight with me all it's day long. Wonderful. It's quite wonderful. Wunderbar. Um, uh, digging the racing content, Walter. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Walter's um, yeah having some uh, Need for Speed videos. Play yeah. just quick, bite-size videos of him driving with his um and with the with, his the, with the wheel simulation. No, like watching it honestly it made me want one of those. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Just fork over three hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. If you get that before you get a PlayStation Five, I'm gonna cut you. Okay. <laughs> can I get one for the PlayStation Five? No, I, yeah. I was probably one on my computer. I don't know. Yeah. Then again, I don't know. Talk to your people. <laughs> okay, I, I'll I'll tell my people to talk to your people. You know. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anything okay, we'll else? Get, we'll get something in the works. Huh? Get something in the works. Anything else to discuss with Dino Crisis, or does that about do it for today? Uh, yeah, no, I mean, that pretty much does it, right? Uh, if speed. if you're interested, um, if you don't know if you're interested, do you like Resident Evil? Yes. Do you like you Jurassic sh- Park? You should play it, yeah. Then you should definitely play this. If you don't, then I would. Yeah, I, and I that's really what this venture did for me, is I just want a remake of this game. Like, I, I yeah. absolutely want a modern It would work. Resident it really Evil would work, yeah. Yeah, it would really be cool. Okay. Well, thanks everyone for joining. Hope you enjoyed this. Please send us, if if you do have an old game that you'd like to, to do a retrospective on, send that in. Also send your questions to the nerding grounds at gmail.com uh, and subscribe on YouTube and or Spotify, wherever you prefer and share it around to your friends so we can get some more listeners. Yeah. Thanks, everybody have thanks. a wonderful weekend or week. Sometimes he's going to post that on Monday. Love you. Bye. Bye.